listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin for supporting The Coffee Hour. You can find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live uncommon. We have a story for you today. As I've been thinking about life issues, especially I think more so this year. I know we life issues are always important to us, but thinking mm-hmm. about them this year, and particularly those who are on the front lines of caring for women in need who are facing a pregnancy that they weren't necessarily expecting or thinking about, how do they care for them? Joining us today, Kim Lobby, she's executive director of Life Ministries for Lutheran Family Service in Urbandale, Iowa. Kim, welcome back to the coffee hour. Yes, thank you very much for having me, Andy. And also joining us today, Wendy Solowitz. She's a licensed marriage and family therapist with Lutheran Family Service. Wendy, welcome to the Coffee Hour. Thanks so much for inviting us today. Kim, share with us the work of Lutheran Family Service today. Absolutely. Well, Lutheran Family Service, our, our mission is to walk with people who are experiencing difficulties, to be in the ditch with them in difficult times, just as Jesus has been with us. And primarily fulfill that mission in one facet of that is through our pregnancy counseling and adoption work, which is an area that I have responsibility for. And then in another area that we work on is mental health. And so there is a a director of, of mental health who works on that for the public, our folks that are in our congregations, but also for church workers and here in the Lutheran Church, Missouri Senate who need support. And so we serve. In, in that way. So there are a lot of agencies out there that, that do similar work to, to what you do, maybe not in the, the Lutheran realm, but in light of all of those different agencies that we hear about that serve families, we've got government agencies, other NGOs. What makes Lutheran Family Service unique about how you are able to serve families? Absolutely. So I, I would I would first say that part of our uniqueness is that we are not it do not accept any government money, which means we have no strings attached, which means we can conduct our business of helping those who are in need in the ways that we choose. And we certainly are aware and and want to always provide the opportunity for spiritual care in all the things that we do because we know where our hope lies in Jesus and we want to be able to share that. Certainly, some of our clients will allow for that and we're able to to share the love of Jesus and to talk about that and to give his comfort through his word. Other clients do not prefer that. That's not a part of their faith life yet. And so we are, you know, are certainly able to respect that. But being able to bring Jesus into that counseling room um, means an awful lot to us. The other part of what we do is really holistic care. So just giving you an example, you know, that, you know, Lots of government agencies are there helping women or families, and they have some very rigid and specific things that they do and that they don't do. At Lutheran Family Service, when we're talking about pregnancy counseling, it isn't uncommon. I've had clients where, you know, the the trouble is that I don't have a job right now, but I am capable of working. 
that's okay. We'll punt. I've learned how I can write a resume. I, you know, and, and those are things that I, I can do and provide and that we do frequently provide for our, our women that are in our care. It doesn't all have to be surrounding just the pregnancy and the decision making of parenting versus adoption. But what is the true need of that woman right now? And how can we meet that need? And we work very hard to, to create an environment where we could overcome the obstacles that she has. And, you know, we're, we're able to provide an awful lot of assistance to women who are in need, whether it be housing referrals or assistance with finding a job or signing up for Medicaid. But we are doing things that on a very, I guess, holistic way, rather than sending a person from agency to agency to receive support for food or to receive, you know, specifically here or there or it, and then having to head somewhere else. Since the Supreme Court's decision regarding Roe v. Wade, pregnancy resource centers certainly have been something that's in the forefront of our minds and how they serve women in need and the the negative attention that they've received from certain groups as well in the last few months has been very disheartening. From your perspective, how would you define a pregnancy resource center? Sure. Pregnancy resource centers are generally speaking, organizations, not-for-profit organizations that are serving women who are in an unexpected pregnancy. And they do that in a variety of ways. So this is where the, you know, the definition can get a little, a little foggy. But generally speaking, we're seeing organizations who are doing, first of all, a free pregnancy test and then some counsel about sexual health and sexual risk-taking, possibly ultrasounds, and then possibly STD testing. So there's a medical basis in that. And then there's a variety of things that they that a PRC can or maybe does not offer, depending on the size of the community and depending on the size of the support that they have in that community. So they may have some parenting training opportunities or some material goods that they provide for women. Generally speaking, a pregnancy resource center is going to be pro-life and not referring for abortion, but having discussions about abortion and what that really means. And so talking about the fact that we're taking the life of an unborn child, talking about the risks that are associated with those types of things. So those folks who are working in a, in a PRC really are on the front lines of helping women make life-altering decisions. And not only their life, but the life of their unborn child. Yeah, it's really incredible work that the people who work in PRCs are are, are doing to support women, to support them in their life choices and, and get them on a path for, for help and a, and a holistic kind of care for their life. What is the relationship then between these pregnancy resource centers and Lutheran Family Service? Right. Well, so at our hub here in Iowa, we have created a a real, I guess, a relationship with PRCs that's extremely important. So we have a group, we call it the Fellowship, and it is executive directors of the PRCs. There are about 43 of them currently in Iowa, where we work together to share information. But currently, our relationship with PRCs has, has really changed just a little bit in that Lutheran Family Service not only wants to be a referral source for them when it comes to those women who might be considering the idea of adoption, but we've now also branded ourselves with a new organization, if you will, or a new brand called Many Hearts Unplanned Pregnancy Support. And this is sort of an in-between because as I, as I mentioned to you, a pregnancy resource center 
may or may not have material goods. They may or may not have case management where we're, you know, where you're helping a woman find all of the resources in her community that she needs in terms of her health care or insurance, you know, having appropriate material goods and so forth. Some of the PRCs are really more limited in nature of, of doing the pregnancy test, doing some initial counsel. Many Hearts Unplanned Pregnancy Support, um, what we're here to do is to have a zero-cost, life-affirming options counseling and evidence-based decision-making models. So we're walking through with our master-level trained therapists and case managers and talking with them about how to make a good decision about whether they're going to parent or the possibility of placement. We'll do full case management with them, Medicaid applications, WIC applications, transportation assistance, really all of the things that are necessary. And then Lutheran Family Services, where we have our child placing license. So we are a, you know, a licensed adoption agency in South Dakota, Illinois, Iowa and Nebraska, in order that some of the women that we are serving through our Many Hearts Unplanned Pregnancy Support will be then uplifted through the idea that we can help her all the way through to an adoption plan if she needs it. And so that is really the, the relationship that we have with PRCs is just fundamental because we can carry on for them what's been started. They're on the front lines. Once, you know, a woman is has made this determination that she is going to carry her pregnancy, then we have the hard work of getting her set up to make sure she's prepared. And part of that is going to be with a really good curriculum to talk about how are we going to set set her up for success. And that curriculum that, that we're able to use is can be in person. We can also do it with online classes. And we're able to reach lots and lots of women with that type of training, which has been exceptionally well received by our PRCs that we're able to sort of combine with them and carry on the work. Okay, you shared a a phrase or a sentence, a description earlier that was really, there was a lot packed in there, evidence-based. Can you go back to that <laughs> phrase as you were describing the Many Hearts program? I can, <laughs> I can. So we use a, a counseling option for women that really is an ev evidence-based decision-making model. It's called the Ottawa wow. Decision-Making Scale. And what we go through, it is similar to what you will think of as a pros and cons list with with caveats of that that are very, very important. And as you can imagine, making a decision about whether or not you are, I mean, there's lots of decisions to be made here. For, for women, some of that in the beginning is going to be, am I going to carry a pregnancy or am I going to find a way to have an abortion? Now, after they have decided they're going to carry a pregnancy, there's other decisions to be made, which is, am I equipped to parent? Do I want to parent? Should I parent? And or should I be considering adoption? And so we help through that Ottawa decision making guide to use that evidence based decision making model to help them in coming to an appropriate conclusion for themselves. So how does this relationship to pregnancy resource centers carry forward the mission of Lutheran Family Service. Well, I'm going to talk about that in a couple of different ways, and and hopefully with a with a good lead in for you to talk to our other guest Wendy about what she's doing. And so the first thing I'd remind us is that our mission is to be really in the ditch with others who are experiencing difficult times. 
And so clearly unplanned pregnancy is a very difficult time. And so this, you know, it, it's pretty, you know, it's pretty obvious about, you know, these relationships with our PRCs and with the women in the areas that we serve and, and that that meets the goal. But the other thing or the hidden thing that people don't really see is that these workers in the PRCs who are diagnosing pregnancy, looking at an ultrasound of a precious human life, and later when the woman decides that she's going to have an abortion, they have to live with that, that worker. Okay. And you can see the kind of weight it puts on your shoulder because it feels as if you haven't done enough to convince to save the life of an unborn child. And so much as we as an organization at LFS have said, we need to support our church worker. I look at these PRC workers and say uh, they are deserving very much or they are in ministry and they are deserving of our support as well, because as you know, those who are, are, are working in a medical setting, it's not like you can go home and talk about somebody's medical situation with your spouse and the aches and the stress that you have at work, right? This is protected information. We, we, you can share that only very limitedly among your coworkers there at the PRC, and it weighs heavy on your mind. And so that brought us the idea that we need to do something to support the worker, the frontline worker at the PRC. And thus, we have birthed a new program, <laughs> and that new program is the Pregnancy Care Worker Support Program. And we, we brought in a very talented individual who was uniquely qualified to, to work in this type of an environment where we can provide mental health support, psychoeducation for our PRCs and to support individually those who need to have counsel and to talk about the the heaviness of the work that they do and the burden that they carry. And Wendy Solowitz met that mark in many, many different ways, but one that she's, she specifically has worked as a pregnancy care worker in the past herself, and she is now and has been trained as a licensed, a licensed therapist. So she is certified to give that type of assistance. So we are very fortunate to have her on our team and to have rolled out a new program with the PRCs that we serve here in Iowa. We're going to learn more about the work that Wendy is doing in just a moment. We'll talk with Wendy right here on the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. At Concordia University, Wisconsin, we believe you were created for a reason, to use your God-given gifts to help others, to live a life of self-sacrifice in a me-first world, to live a life that's uncommon. Whether you're taking one of 50-plus online programs or learning with us in person on the shores of Lake Michigan, you'll be equipped to make an uncommon impact. Learn more at cuw.edu. Concordia University, Wisconsin. Live Uncommon.
Welcome back to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Today we are learning about the wonderful work that Lutheran Family Service is doing in Iowa and surrounding states as well as they're caring for the caregivers who serve at pregnancy resource centers. Joining us now is Wendy Solowitz. She is a licensed marriage and family therapist with Lutheran Family Service. Wendy, thanks so much for joining us on The Coffee Hour. Tell us about the challenges that you see pregnancy resource caregivers facing today. Well, first, I want to go way back to the um, the Roe influence. And my entire career has been focused on looking at the tragedy of that decision and how are we going to support women so that they can make decisions both they and their children can live with. And not just the women, the families, the moms, the dads, of the teenagers, the partners of the women who are facing unintended or unexpected or unplanned pregnancies. And having worked in the early stages of pregnancy resource centers, really being able to face those, that life and death that walks in the door, wanting to be able to help that woman be able to celebrate the miracle of this baby, but knowing in her mind and in society's mind, the first decision she has to make is whether this child can going to be able to stay in her life. And the pregnancy resource centers have developed over time to be such a great support, often Christ-centered support for her to be able to understand the gravity of that decision, both for the woman and for the child. Mm -hmm. How do the challenges that is PRC workers face, how does that affect the the care, their ability to provide the care for these women that that are are in their care? Again, I want to give great credit to the pregnancy centers and the men and women who have supported them. But often it's the women, a nurse and a, and a counselor who, or a volunteer who meet this woman where she's at. And often they are the only witness to the life of this child. And more and more, the women who are walking in the doors of the PRCs are abortion intended. They've already decided if I'm pregnant, I'm having an abortion or I believe to be pregnant, I need to know how far I, along I am and what type of an abortion I will procure. So they face, the workers face a very unique challenge to be able to love her, accept her where she's at, which is very much what Christ would do, but also give her the hope that she can do this. She can have this child. She can create a life for this child, whether it's her who becomes the parent along with her partner or whether she finds a family that's uniquely called to be her child's parents through adoption. But the life and death really weighs heavy on the workers. And so what does that then mean for it, carrying something so heavy like that. And as we talked about earlier, not really being able to speak about that in your other circles because that's protected information. How does that then affect uh, the worker's health, their personal relationships and other areas of life? 
I think one of the things we've learned in the therapy world is that trauma is not necessarily directly experienced to affect me. And we often call that secondary trauma. So what we want to acknowledge is that need to share my story. And then the program that we've put together to support PRCs allows me to go into the center and meet with the entire staff in a group setting to really talk, help them understand the secondary trauma and the grief and loss that they're experiencing, and then also develop new coping skills um, to live their fullest life and to support one another. But when they face something that is affecting their own ability to function. They can also do individual sessions with me through a partnership with Lutheran Family Services and the PRC that they get the individual therapy they need. How does having the support network help them to be able to fulfill their vocation and to support these women in a, in a better way? I think this partnership that we're creating takes a big weight off of their, the shoulders of the PRC directors, of the staff themselves to know that we're going to get that additional support that we need. Again, I want to give them a great deal of credit for supporting one another. Many of them have Bible studies they do together, prayer when they start their days, pray together when they're facing big challenges, honoring these women and their children, but it's just that next layer of support that they can receive from me when um, unique things are happening and we can process that. How do caregivers for Pregnancy Resource Centers get connected to you and the, the services that you're able to provide as a therapist? Well, they can contact Lutheran Family Services by calling 515 515- Two five one four nine zero zero, and they can ask for Wendy or for Kim, and we can arrange to have me come out to the center to talk with the directors or the staff. They, I also reach out to them and arrange for meetings and do telehealth sessions so that both they have the opportunity to contact me and I'm letting them know I'm here for them. We are here for that. How have you seen this uh, the service make a difference for these workers in their in their mental and, and emotional and, and physical health? I'll, I'll give two general stories. One you alluded to earlier in our conversation that since the overturning of Roe versus Wade and the many debates amongst states of how will we think about abortion moving forward, there's been a big misunderstanding. And PRCs have become, in some cases, the target of that misunderstanding. And perhaps there has been vandalism or false accusations against PRCs. I can help process some of that so that they can see there is hope and we do have Christ at the center of the ministry we are doing. Another is, you know, when, when you've been working as a nurse in any, in any capacity, 
there will be things that touch you personally. Maybe it's adoption, maybe it's parenting, maybe it's abortion. And sometimes when a client walks into the PRC and that nurse or that volunteer is providing a compassionate service to her, it affects that individual in ways that are unexpected. And to be able to have someone to turn to and say, I didn't see that coming. I don't know what to do with it. It's affecting my life. That would be an opportunity that we are hoping I can provide through Lutheran Family Services new program. And then the third is some of our own families don't understand our dedication to serving women so that they can serve their children. Many of our own families believe the lie that women who face unintended pregnancies are going to face lives destroyed if they choose to parent. And that's just not true, but it certainly can create a division within our homes and within our friendships. And that too, we can process together. Our guest today, Wendy Solowitz, licensed marriage and family therapist with Lutheran Family Service. Wendy, thank you so much for being our guest today on the Coffee Hour. Oh, it's been such a pleasure. Thank you for having me. And Kim Lobby, Executive Director of Life Ministries for Lutheran Family Service. Kim, thank you so much for being our guest. What's the website where we can learn more about Lutheran Family Service? Great. And thank you also. And that website is just lutheranfamilyservice.org. And we would love to have some some visitors. And if there's some enthusiasm about getting Wendy into the PRC and supporting it, we would love to hear from you. So thanks so, again for having us. Thanks for joining us for The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support The Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere.